Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. From Decrypt.co, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Aaron. Today on the show, Catherine Coley, CEO of Binance.us, comes on the show to give us some updates. Co-founder and CEO of Alexar, Sergey Gorbanov, comes on and tells us about the recent fundraise. And a U.S. senator is saying Bitcoin is a good store of value. This is all coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Today is Monday, November 16th, 2020. I think last week I told everybody that I wasn't watching or paying attention to or listening to my normal news podcast every day for almost, I think, as far back as I can remember, years I've listened to news every morning for about an hour or two, and I just love listening to news. I just love it. And you know what? I think it was just too much. This election cycle, this presidential election period just got to me. And by the end of it, by November 3rd, I was just like, I I need it. That's enough. I need to chill for a little bit. And for the past two weeks, I haven't listened to anything and I feel great. I mean, yeah, I don't know what's going on with the presidential election. I don't know about Trump contesting and and the lawsuits. I don't even know about COVID, but I am a lot happier and a lot more focused on what really matters. Bitcoin. This is where the news is. I don't care about anything else that's happening. All I know is I saw a $16,000 Bitcoin and also we're very, very close to $17,000. And I just want to get into those prices because I want to see what's going on. So please... Here comes comes the the money. money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 2.15 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is sitting at $16,684, up 3% from last Friday. Ethereum, $460.55, down 2%. Litecoin, $71.53, up almost 10%. Woo. Chainlink, $12.70, down 0.7% and XRP. (laughs) What's going on with XRP, everyone? It has reached 28.5 cents, up almost 8% from last Friday. This is, I think we need another hallelujah. The stable coin is not so stable anymore, is it? Total market cap for all of cryptocurrency is $474 billion, with a BTZ dominance of 65.2%. And for some Bitcoin trivia for you, Bitcoin hits its highest close, highest three-week close ever. Even 2017, yes, we got up to $20,000 Bitcoin, but we never had Bitcoin consistently close above $15,800 more times than it just did. Three weeks, bam, 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 bam. I mean, when it hit 20,000, it was just a big green dodo straight up into 20,000, but the week closed at 13,500. So this is unprecedented. This is showing that Bitcoin's value, people are valuing Bitcoin. Companies are valuing Bitcoin. The economies are valuing Bitcoin. Something is happening here and we are watching it happen. History in the making. Y'all hold on to your seats and whoever's recording this history, make sure you're writing it good and make sure you put my name in the books, please. Binance US is now in 41 states. 
latest state, North Carolina. And here to talk about it is Catherine Coley, CEO of Binance.us. Catherine, how are you doing? Welcome back to the show. I'm doing fabulous today. How are you? I'm excellent. You know what's really fabulous? North Carolina. Tell me about it. Hell yeah. North Carolina, raise up. I am so excited. We finally (laughs) launched in the state where my family is originally from and where I spent four years of college uh, at University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. But there are so many amazing schools there, not to mention people. And they rightfully deserve a spot to be able to onboard at Binance US. And we're so pumped. So what does that mean, onboard at Binance.us? What states are you in right now? How many? How many? And why is North Carolina taking so long? What was, the, what was the obstacles? Yeah, so we applied for all of our state licenses when we first began. And we're now in 41 of the 50 states available. Right on. Uh, North Carolina being our 41st. We also added Georgia, Alabama, and Florida most recently. And these processes are really in-depth, take a lot of time. And no, no mention that uh, COVID certainly derailed a lot of people that had to work from home all of a sudden. So uh, I really give credit to our state regulators who have been fighting the good fight, helping more companies like ours be able to enter new states and bring the goodness of Binance US to North Carolinians. If you don't mind name dropping a little bit, who are some of those regulators that are really helping Binance.us? Yeah, so it's really the state regulators at each level um, and each state by state has a different system. They kind of have a different application process. We similarly go through them. You've heard of the name like New York DFS and the Bit License. Um, So those are some of the groups that are helping us along the way get licensed in each state, which we're really excited about, but does take time. So I appreciate the patience of those waiting. So why are they helping? What do you think the benefit is for each state? I mean, 41 states already, and if we're getting backing by all of these state legislators to you know, get Binance and crypto into their state, what do you think their motivation is? Yeah, a lot of it comes from the ability to innovate and bring also great talent into these companies. So for us to be able to expand our jobs and offerings to those in each of these states is really great. And a lot of part of those that are coming to work with us, we really appreciate people knowing our platform, being able to go in and out of it, understand how it works in order to uh, secure a seat on our team. So it's really helpful for folks to be able to have that. Now, besides states, North Carolina, it's great, but I think there's new app developments coming out. Absolutely. So we've launched a beta of our new app that's going to be coming out. We call it App 2.0. And we launched our first app in January of 2020, but we're going to give it a full facelift. And we really want folks to be able to have their input and tell us what we can do to improve the app, make the experience better, make buying crypto easier for people, as well as access to charts and information they need in order to stack sats. Right on. And and so with those innovations to the app, I mean, what can be better in the app? I mean, is there, can you give us some hints of what we're going to be seeing in in 2.0? Yeah, it's going to be sleeker and a little bit more streamlined. So before our app was a little bit busy and you had to kind of figure out what you wanted to do, even though the buy and sell crypto buttons were on the homepage, not a lot of people saw them. So so we're re- reworking the ways that people can interact and as well see exactly what you want when you're interacting with an app involving your digital assets. Sign up and figure it out. We're, we're, we're eager for your feedback. Again, that's really how we improve is building something that you all really want. 100% the future of Binance.us. What else do we have coming, coming up here soon that we can look forward to? Yeah, we just also opened up SEN. So that's the Silvergate Exchange Network. And that's really catered to our institutional clients that are looking to move dollars in and out of exchanges pretty quickly. So it's 24-7 free instant uh, transfers for dollars on the Silvergate Exchange Network. We're super excited for that. And that's definitely helped uh, boost our liquidity on the platform, which helps retail folks like ourselves be able to trade. You know, I put a poll yesterday on uh, 
uh, on, on Twitter that you commented on. I put a poll. No beef. No beef. No beef. No beef. <laughs> no beef but I, but I, I'm, I am actually kind of embarrassed because I, I, I put a poll on. It had four male CEOs in the crypto space. And somebody commented and said, uh, Catherine Coley, uh, be, one of the best CEOs in the crypto space. She's not on the list. And that made me just feel embarrassed that I didn't even have one woman on the list. I want your opinion best women CEOs in the crypto space? You know, the best part is we're just CEOs like the rest of them. So I, you know, whether the order didn't have enough room for us, there's great folks like Caitlin Long and myself um, building out new projects in the space. And I'm really eager uh, to, to make sure that we're treated as equally as possible. But it's even more exciting that there's more than four CEOs in crypto now. So just the, the sheer number <laughs> that there's there's a growing amount of leaders coming into this space is super exciting for me. So again, no beef. Um, and there's plenty of polls out there, you know, it's great engagement to see on Twitter and, and certainly a uh, shout out to, to the, to those that, that perked up and said, Hey, we need some representation. You know, we're, he- we're here, our heads are down and we're so excited to build alongside the rest of them. Catherine Coley, CEO of Binance.us. Thank you for coming on the show and hanging out and telling us about all the innovations that you guys are making and the hard work you're doing. And I, I can't wait to see those other nine states pop up. I can't either. It's going to be great. Thanks so much, guys. More and more tech CEOs are saying that they're getting into Bitcoin. Chairman and co-founder of Intercom, Owen McCabe, said he has firmly jumped into Bitcoin after years of dabbling with it. And Skype co-founder Jan Dalin keeps most of his personal wealth in Bitcoin and Ethereum. Now, this is just becoming more and more synonymous with tech, with leaders in the financial space where they are now putting their money into Bitcoin, their institutions money, their personal money, and this is not stopping. So now I think I might break one of my golden rules of saying why Bitcoin price is what it is. I think it does have something to do with all of these leading tech professionals and entrepreneurs getting into Bitcoin. It's building my confidence for sure. Next up, we have CEO and co-founder of Acceler, Sergey Gorbanov, talking about interoperability and what he's going to do with $3.75 million. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Look, you guys just had a fundraise. Binance is involved, some big money. First, I want to know what your company is all about and then tell me about this money. Yeah, so um, Acceler is a decentralized interoperability fabric that uh, provides a network, protocols, tools, and APIs that allow simple and scalable uh, cross-chain communication. And so at the core of it, what we're doing is building a decentralized network and a protocol stack that connects multiple autonomous blockchain ecosystems that speak different languages, have their own consensus rules or their own custom smart contracts. And so as a result, we make it very simple for application builders to interact and connect with different blockchain ecosystems and assets and applications on the back end. One way to think about it is that our application level protocol is uh, similar to protocols like HTTP or HTTPS that make it very simple for users and applications to interact with uh, backend applications that are hosted anywhere on the internet. Right on. So you guys raised around $3.75 million. Uh, what's the money going to be used for it? How'd you raise it? Yeah, so we're uh, very fortunate to have uh, some great backers in this round, uh, Binance, uh, DCVC, um, Lemnus Cap, North Island Ventures. And uh, most of the funds will be used to uh, scale the 
uh, team in order to accelerate our roadmap to get a network out there uh, as quickly as possible. And when the network network is complete and you have this interoperability, what, what do you feel that it's going to do for the space and for dApps and just everybody who's building right now in this industry? Yeah, so today, most of the applications that are built uh, by default, when they're built, they're stuck to the uh, you know, users and assets that are native to that platform. And so what Excel will provide is very uh, easy and frictionless way for the applications and users to interact with assets and applications across the entire ecosystem. Right, and you said will will do this. So is this something that is operating right now or something that is just a dream? Uh, we're building the, the stack uh, and we're working with a few sort of partners to uh, bring them and join uh, to become a part of this interoperability fabric. So when it comes to interoperability, when you're talking about, you know, just connecting different chains to each other, what are we talking about? Are we just talking about like Binance chain to say Ethereum or are we talking about like the, the whole kit Kabuto of, you know, Cardano to EOS to Binance to Zilliqa to everybody's just going to be connected. Exactly. We want to connect everybody. And so the basic idea is that you have, you know, uh, blockchain hubs like uh, Cosmos, Polkadot, Cardano, you know, Bitcoin and so on and so forth. And uh, we want to make sure that they're all connected so that when the user interacts with an application, they can frictionlessly use assets across the entire ecosystem or use an application across the entire ecosystem. And what is that going to do for the speed of the networks? I mean, is it going to slow things down? Is it still going to be as fast as it needs to be? Or is that going to kind of hinder it? Is there going to be a little bit of uh, latency? Uh, yeah, so it is uh, fast. Um, we are based on a Byzantine consensus protocol. And these are uh, today have been scaled to process uh, thousands of transactions per second and process requests very quickly. And uh, we certainly have the right team with the expertise of both cryptography, consensus, and uh, distributed systems to uh, make it scalable. Wonderful. Sergey Gobanov, co-founder and CEO, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. And finally, Wyoming Senator-elect Cynthia Lumens went on Good Morning America, ABC News, to talk about Bitcoin. Now, this is bringing Bitcoin into the national conversation. Good thing or bad thing, we will have to have history and time tell. But it is definitely on everybody's radar at this moment. Let's hear what she had to say. Senator-elect, uh, you got another first under your belt. This one, uh, very interesting. You're the first senator to own Bitcoin. I'm going to be fully transparent here and say I'm not well-versed in Bitcoin, but I know that there are a couple people who believe, yes, you should be an advocate for this type of currency, and then there are other people who are raising some concerns that this could be a, a front for money laundering or for some sort of tax evasion. Where do you stand? Where how, Do you hope to bring Bitcoin uh, into the national conversation? I do hope to to bring Bitcoin into the national conversation. I'm a former state treasurer and I invested our state's permanent funds. So I was always looking for a good store of value and uh, Bitcoin uh, fits that bill. Uh, our own currency inflates. Uh, Bitcoin does not. It's uh, 21 million Bitcoin will be mined and that's it. It is a finite supply. Uh, so I have confidence that this is going to be an important player in stores of value for a long time to come. That I'm going to call quite remarkable. And I'm going to put out a call to action for this. I think everybody should call their representatives and senators and state representatives and senators and say, have you guys looked at blockchain tech? Now, look, I don't want you to push Bitcoin hodling down their throat. I want you to say blockchain tech, really look into it for voting, for identity, 
For whatever your blockchain passion might be, why don't you call them? Because apparently, because apparently, people, senators, elected officials are talking about it. And now it's our time to shape that conversation. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. I have some housekeeping really quick. I've always been giving you the wrong email address. I thought it was Matthew at Decrypt.co. No, no, it's Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. So if anybody's ever sent me an email, I want to say, my bad, my bad. Matthew Aaron at DecryptMedia.com or Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. I, 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 yes, yes, I feel a little bit dumb. I do. I do. But I'm not going to take full responsibility for this. They should have gave me Matthew at Decrypt. No, they didn't. They gave me Matthew Aaron. Fine. Matthew Aaron at DecryptMedia.com or Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. Send me an email. And if you were one of the people that won that contest and no, because nobody emailed me, please send it to the right email. That was my bad. And happy hodling, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow.